What up, man? I feel like some Fridays we could just we could just let that play. I know, man. Every time, and just grab Every a little time. whiskey or weed. Every time, and just sit right here, talk conspiracy theory. Sign me up for either. Argue with you about Indians on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Eastern Indians. Real like, <laughs> real like. Hey, man, I'm not. A, I'm a, I'm cowboys, fuck, buddy. I don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But yeah, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's such but. a good thing. I want to say something. <laughs> Listen, we're just gonna start. We're li- we're family. Sure. Day one dollar zero. We're yeah, family. Yeah. Eli has this obsession. I'm probably speaking strongly. We'll let him talk in a minute. <laughs> Eli has this obsession of of Eastern Indian males that email him about our, our YouTube channels and different stuff and because uh, they want to be our content creators. It, it's pretty much a digital form of just cold calling for for digital creators. Yep. And Eli has a fascination with this response of yeah, hey, send me some examples. <laughs> yeah, curiosity. I wouldn't say an obsession, but a curiosity. Then he, then he doesn't He doesn't take it serious. These people are probably super excited. They send him stuff. Eli's not responding because he's got important stuff to do. And then, then they end up in our Facebook messengers. And then I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is he being so pressing? And then, I, then, then they're booking calls with you, messaging us on Facebook DM, Instagram, more emails. And I'm like, yep, yep. then I got to respond. And now I'm like... <laughs> Hey man, you're hitting us on every platform and your behavior is now more concerning than anything. We're good where we're at. No contact moving yeah. forward. And I guess, so now I'm the fucking bad guy. I'm the <laughs> fucking bad guy. No. In this little game you play with no, no. fucking internet catfishes of the world. So one time world. a guy sent us a message. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we're talking about just happened. Well, one no, time. today was one time. But th- yeah, there's also been like more. You're like, yeah, man, you just, you never know. And I go, yeah, you're right. You uh, never yeah, know. So email. so how many times has it panned out? And you go, oh, never. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm think I'm still uh, thinking of that. When you start the podcast, but no, listen, never listen, no, listen, it does make sense. It's not quite what we're talking about today, but yeah, it, yeah. it is a layer. It is a form of what we're talking about today. Cause today we're going to be talking about having a healthy relationship with saying no. Mm, yeah. Good. Right. And I'll, and just, just to segue this, if you can't say no to the bullshit on the internet like that, mm-hmm. <sighs> You ain't never saying no to like the big stuff that you have to. Yeah, and by now you've probably sent your uh, debit card information over to <laughs> the Nigerian <laughs> king prince that needs to send you two million and that whole deal. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's dive into it. I'll yeah. give some examples. Uh, no names specific. That's not needed. And like, if you guys are ever listening to the podcast and you feel like I'm speaking about you, it should be more so like to just speak to you because mm-hmm. there's never been really a time unless I mention the person's name. Where, like, if I if I mention a, an example or a scenario that happened, it's not the only time that this has happened. I'm just using an example to speak about it. But typically, I don't speak until I've heard or until I've seen patterns of something, right? And then it becomes relevant. And then I'll just use one of several examples um, as an example. So, And if I do say something specific, and it is specific about someone, well, I just use their name. No problem. First layer I've, I've kind of like dove into with myself is, um, and I'll, I'll let you speak to the next one, okay? Where we're just going to talk about ideas, as in, like when you, we'll, we'll just start here. When you and I were starting business, right? This is maybe just a more chronological way to start. When you and I were first starting business and just throwing shit against the wall to see what sticked, right? You're not really saying no to anything. You'll do anything and everything to just get going, right? Like, obviously, within the scope of real estate, that's what we ran. But, I mean, we'll try it all and try to measure it all. And just there's just a certain level of there, right? And you've got a little bit of thought on who you are and what we stand for and what we should say. No, But it's like, ah, but you don't really have that identity yet with a team or with a culture. Like, you've got to really start becoming successful and really start having some movement to really see what works. Like, for example... I had a couple of leaders that reached out that are some of our friends when we first started our team and they were like, what are your, what are your core values? I said, I don't know. They said, what? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you have your, you should have your core values already. And I go, you should. 
I do. Great. Good for you, cookie cutter. Yep. No problem. And they're like, why, why don't you have core values for your, for your team? I said, hey, man, we've got great people on our team that have the core values you should just have in life. Not that necessarily sets a tone for our team. Yeah. Honesty. Integrity. Integrity. Hardworking. Certain things, right? Like coachable. But I wanted to let our team grow for a year or so. So I could really identify, hey, because there's a standard. I'm not making our core values the fucking bare minimum that you should be to just be a good dude. Yeah. Just throw that on the wall. Be a good dude or good dudette, okay? Like integrity, hardworking, coachable. <clears throat> Those are just prerequisites, okay? You go to the fucking Naval Academy, their core values aren't the minimum GPA yeah. or test score. It's like, no, man, like these are prerequisites. They will not be core values. Once the team started working hard together cohesively, then we could pay attention to like, all right, what core values really speak to this team that helped build it? Because it wasn't just you and I. The original members and what they stood for and what they were about and where they were having some success and where we had our influence and then what, what were we about alongside of them? That's where I feel like honest core values come from. Yep. And as you start to grow that, then you start to really know what you stand for in business. And then you can start understanding, you're going to start saying no to some things. Mm -hmm. And when you first start saying no, it's the fastballs right down the middle. Not related to real estate. Yeah. Not people we want to associate with. Just just the ones that are like, yeah, no, that, no. Mm -mm. You know, there's certain people in real estate in Colorado where you're like, I'm not doing anything with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Or a girl, whatever. Yeah. Or lenders or title revs. Yeah, but it's just like the fastballs down the middle, right? But then as you continue yeah. to grow in business, brother, everything that comes to the table is a good idea now. Mm -hmm. A lot of things. Dude, not only is that, not only do we have to weed through that and you just have to make a decision between the level of good idea that gets said yes to and the higher level is, the more focused it is the more long-lasting it is, the higher cap it's got with it for impact on people and financially. And some of those ideas on the table are ours. Mm -hmm. How do you say no to your own ideas? We can start there today. Yeah. Yep. All the ideas that come in for us from other people, they're all good ideas, man. Yep. Yep. And they're all pretty much from good people. Mm -hmm. So fuck, how do you sort that out? And then, you know me, I'm Mr. Idea. I got all sorts of fucking ideas, right? So do you. You've cost us a lot of money on ideas. I think I've got... <laughs> Boy, it's We're both a, fucking listen, guilty. Listen, we're both that guilty. spontaneous <laughs> utterance right there. Just, you guys couldn't see. Brother, just the the Jew, the Jewish <laughs> in you came right out. I ain't never seen an iFan like that since I was in the Marine Corps from a first sergeant. Getting ready to chew my... If you're watching right now, oh, if you're in the Marine shit. Corps, you guys know what this iFan is. The oh, second shit. I said, you cost us a lot of money <laughs> with your ideas, I... I ain't never seen an eye fan so come out funny. so stiff, <laughs> so quick as your eyes were just growing. Like, oh, and, and listen, you are correct. Uh, I just didn't know you'd be so abrupt with it. <laughs> I casually said my That's statement. Awesome. You could Will, Will and I are both great at spending money. Eli has spent more money. Than we're great. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Eli lets, Eli's the boss, so he lets me spend money. So technically, <laughs> his ideas and my ideas fall on fucking Eli. There He's go. the boss. But I'll, I'll take that. Let's start there, man. Yeah. So now, you know, if you guys can all assume getting the fastball, just the easy nose out of the fucking way, great. Mm -hmm. All the ideas that are coming through, all of our own ideas that come through, you know, we have to say no to for your side of the plate with our business. Explain some of that if you like, but then also like, how do you process? I know how I do. Yeah, how do you yeah. process? Mine's more relational. Yep, yep. The scope I'm in for our business, it's more emotional intelligence. It's more, and I'll get into it in a second of whether like, I feel like people see me or not and if I should lean into something or not. Yeah, but yeah. from your side of how you run anything for us, how do you dissect some of this? And really, really good question. So if I had to break down, right, like you said, opportunities come across our lap all the time. The two things that I really look at, because I used to struggle with this a lot, all of us entrepreneurs, we have the ADD tendency, shiny object syndrome, we all know that. But once you and I, which I feel like probably about two years ago, we got extreme clarity on each of our individual roles and lanes and then mm -hmm. where we were going together. And that, that vision became uber clear two years ago, the three years prior to that was learning, like trying shit, seeing what's working, seeing what our lanes yeah. are. So first of all, I would say now that we have really clear clarity on where we're at and where we're trying to go and what our lanes are, that's the first thing you need. 
because then it real quickly, even if it's a great idea, man, if it's outside of our vision, great idea, but it's got to sit here until our vision is complete. The yeah. second part is understanding what phase of your vision that you're in and something might be the right move, but at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know like what phase you're in, then you might be saying yes to something that could hold you back. Uh, an analogy I think of is fitness, bulk and cut. Man, if you're in a bulking phase and you're six months into it and you're at that phase where you're starting to look kind of fat and you're not ripped anymore, yeah, you're physically, man, if someone comes to you and they're like, man, I got this diet thing, you're going to get fucking shredded, da 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 Hey, I do want to get shredded, but man, I got another year on this bulk, then I would love to try that. But the phase that I'm in now means that I have to grow and be fat for a little bit maybe. But yeah. I'm packing on muscles, so that's why. Agreed. I've been there for a minute, bro. I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. bulking, dog. Yeah, dude. Whenever I decide to fucking trim this tree, <laughs> yep. watch out. Yeah, yeah. So lights, lights out. So like with that analogy, like ultimately my goal would be to be shredded. But ah, man, I got to stay in this phase for another year before I can do that thing that's going to help help me. Or you're just going to be teeter tottering between a little bit of size, but then you're shredding. Yep. Like you never really get more shredded. Yep. Yep. You never really get bigger. There's yeah. never really any significant change, right? Like, dude, and taking like, that over, taking that over to real estate. If someone comes to me like, dude, we got the system; it can bring in ten more closings a month. Da 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 da. Hey, bro, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we're not in a place where we're trying to do ten more closings a month. Like, our real estate's crushing. I mean, this is what we're focusing on right now. Yeah. But then, hey, maybe we build a team down the road, and then they can take those sandwich closings a month. So really, like, yeah, you're just you're talking about like the your business's composition. Yeah, that's right? a great just way like to put body it. composition, right? Like you lean back out for your analogy and get shredded again, but you're still 175. It's like, hey, man, the next time I get shredded, I want to be 195. Yep, yep, yep. Isn't that right? Because like, it's not just about like losing that weight again. You're like, yeah, I lost all that weight. I'm shredded again, but I'm still the same body weight, mm -hmm. which means I didn't add a lick of muscle, which means what? Like, do my legs, does everything look the same? So, it's like, true. I've done all this work, but my body's composition has not changed. It's still in the same place. That's also why crash diets are just, they get weird. Yeah. Right? When yeah, you try yeah. to rush, you know, like, when you try to rush a process in your business or skip mm -hmm. a process, look at when you rush or skip a diet. Yep. Hey man, I've lost 10 pounds. I've lost 15. Like, yeah, but you're still 14% body fat. Mm -hmm. Your body's composition, like, Same thing. bro, yeah, you got rid of a lot of fucking water. And, you know, like, whatever you're, you're doing, you've lost mass or you're doing some other fad that's like taking away your bone density. Like, yeah, you've lost 20 pounds. You have not lost 20 pounds of fat. Yep. 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 No, like, it's so, it's, but that's why it's so important. Like, when you do decide to diet or you do decide to bulk, you have, a method to that madness like you have a process because the whole point is like yeah man more lean mass mm -hmm. not hey i've lost like when people say hey hey what's your goal oh, i want to lose weight man you got to get so much more specific than that because you because again bro a lot of these diets are you're losing water weight mm -hmm. or you clean out your colon right and like you take a you you, you do weight. a cleanse for, for two days or three days uh -huh. not that i'm saying that that's not important great take 10 pounds of shit out of your gut i, I love it yep but that's not the that's not the ten pounds we've been talking about, and I don't want you to like romanticize the cleanse you did, mm -hmm. and taking your focus away from hey, still lose that ten pounds of fat yep. that yep. you wanted to lose. But in order to do that, there's calorie counting, there's macros involved, there's certain levels of like, you know, cardio and lifting, et cetera, et cetera. But more importantly, is analyzing how cardio is working for you. Mm -hmm. And having a coach or whoever, right? Like measuring your body fat, measuring your weight, and like, all right, hey, <clears throat> we're doing too much cardio. Mm -hmm. You're losing weight too quick. Mm -hmm. And if you lose weight too quick, your body does this. It's not actually anabolic. It's it does this, and then, hey, we're not going to be in a place where we can actually gain lean muscle mass. So we're going to actually cut your cardio down a bit, or vice versa. We've got to increase some, whatever it is. But there's just a, a, a process about that, right? Yeah. Cool. So like, correlate that to business. I want to make more money. All right, hey man, you did. You made more, but look how much you spent to get there. Yep. So you're still taking home the same, if not less. So the like your your business's composition did not make more money, mm -hmm. and it's still here today, gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So you haven't built anything sustainable in your business that's actually worth talking about. Where you're like, hey, we're building a pillar, we're building another lane of income. Mm -hmm. It's got to be built the same way as anything else that you built in your business. It cannot be 
a fad diet or rush and you can't pull the, the sheets over your own head saying that something's making more money or you've made more, but it, it under the surface, it's like, no, man. Yeah. Well, and man, God forbid you actually accomplish your goal. And this is where coaching is so important because it's like, Hey man, you did 20 deals last year, which is the most that you had ever done in your career. Mm-hmm. And you were still super stressed and overwhelmed and talking about time freedom and all that thing with just the 20 deals. Now your goal is 60 deals. What infrastructure and systems and people have you put in place that is going to actually make that feasible? You know, like God forbid you actually hit that 60, man. But listen, and you piss you, off 40 of your clients. Listen, when you say that, it, it brings me back to our fitness days. When you say that, motherfuckers hate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, no names <clears throat> to males or females. Elon and I have helped a lot of people start helping them build, not, not just realtors. We've helped lenders as well. And Eli has this weird fascination with Indians online. Okay. <laughs> I have this weird fascination with people that are somewhat close proximity to us that I would consider friends or acquaintances that, that are in dire need of, of help within business or whatever. And I think they're just trying to get deals from us and I'm just not in a position for that. But what I, so I don't offer that cause we have, we have our guy, Scott, he's mm-hmm. our preferred lender, mm-hmm. man. He's, he's been with us since day one. We've built it. He's our, he's our guy. Unless he gets out of the business or decides not to work with it, like, hey, man, we're good. Mm-hmm. We've checked that box. I don't need to go reestablish that relationship when we've got it, and it's great. But I do offer help. Mm-hmm. Because the help in teaching you how to fish, not just bringing you a fish, not just bringing you a deal, but teaching you how to build your own brand, your own business, there's real help there, man. So, But just like you're weird with Indians online, <laughs> I'm so fascinated by about, man, I'm so curious. No right or wrong answer. I'm just curious to see if they'll actually do something with the free. And, dude, people pay me a lot of money to coach them. Yep, yep, yep. We'll throw nuggets out. Not for weeks, not like coaching. Coaching's every single week. Mm-hmm. But we'll throw some nuggets out, and we'll have some meetings for free. To some different people. And help them. Yeah. Just And I just want to see. Where, and they don't, they, and then they don't do it. And it's like, hey, you don't want what you say you want. And I'm having the conversations with your actions. You want attention for what you're saying? Or really, you just want somebody to, like, relieve the, the bleeding or whatever. To You just want to fish. You, you don't want to learn how to fish. You just want someone to give you a fish. Yep. And it's, I'm always, dude, it's just interesting when you see that. How I correlate this back to the fitness world. Because you were a trainer, mm-hmm. okay? And I was, I was. You number two. It. You were in it. Yeah, I was yeah. number two yeah, for a fitness company. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is I saw the other side of it. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many people, no matter what you say, they're just going to buy the fat burner pill anyway? Yep. <laughs> yep. And, dude, if, listen, there's a saying in the supplement world, pills pay the bills because there is so much damn margin on pills. Oh, yeah. Powder, proteins, proteins are like a loss leader, man. Protein, you might be spending. It's because it's real shit. It's real amino acids. It's a yeah. real fucking thing versus caffeine costs nothing. Yeah. And you can stim the shit out of someone and charge them 50, 60 dollars is, for a thing. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. But protein, like if you're selling a jug of protein for 40 bucks, depending on how okay. much protein you buy, whether it's your, your own, you know, and I'm only speaking to the level we did it with with our yeah. with our company. I'm not yeah. speaking to first form in these studs that have their own industry and their own supply. They're, they're crushing it. Mm-hmm. But if you were to spend, you know, if you were going to go spend a hundred thousand dollars on protein, yeah, to get however many jugs, I can tell you from personal experience, wasn't my money. It was it was Kurt's money from the business that he decided to invest in into protein. Investing eighty to a hundred thousand dollars in protein. At that quantity, you're still the deal they're giving you. If you're spent, if you spend a hundred grand on protein up front, the price you're getting per jug is maybe a dollar or two dollars less than what you have to sell it for to be competitive. Damn, that's it. Yeah, so you're making it's just nothing. revolving. You're putting it into the bit, and it's just you're never going to get it out. Yep. It's just, but it's a we call it a loss leader, right? Because it's like protein also brings a lot of people in. Mm. So make your dollar or two dollars, or if you got if you run a sale and you and you make nothing, but people are buying pre workouts, fat burners, vitamins, right? Like, and I'm sure even grocery stores have loss leaders for themselves. Mm-hmm. But the point is, you could literally tell a customer, "Hey, man, see that pill you're about to buy? It doesn't work. Yep, not by itself. 
But if we're doing this with diet and we're getting this much water in and we're doing these things, that's going to help about this much, which will give you an edge. You could literally tell them there's fucking pixie dust in that thing. And they don't want to believe you. They want to believe yeah, they do. whatever they've told themselves because, like, they don't want anything to do with the work to get lean. They just want to get lean. Or maybe they don't even want to get lean. They just want the idea that they're doing something that will get them lean when there's there's no truth to it. It's the same in business, brother. Like, yeah. I'm, we help people, and it's like, you're not even doing half the stuff we've given you. And we're just right here. We're at step one and two. Mm-hmm. You don't have a CRM? Yeah. What? You don't organize any, like, and, like, let me just be a little brash. Fuck you. People are letting you be the lender or a realtor with the most expensive seller by their fucking life, and you don't care enough to organize things within a back end to give them follow-up updates about their market, to reach out and check up on them, to reach out and tell them happy birthday, to reach out and invite them to a client appreciation night. You can't even do that. But you're all for them giving you their business, though. Blows my fucking mind. And the more you and I have grown, the more the more there's been some people around us that we've started helping. You go, wait, you don't operate a CRM. Yeah, yeah. And then some that go, no, I do. Uh, some of you, let me just be brash with some of you listening. Let me be Andy Frisella for a minute. Motherfuckers yeah. that are here listening. You having a CRM does not consist of you've put your spreadsheet of names into a CRM yeah. and and... You send a mass, te- a mass text message. No, dude, there's so many different campaigns you can build out, and you got to be specific with them, and they have to be custom. It's not cookie cutter. You put everybody in there, they're all in one column, and you just you give them your market update yeah. every month. That's not. Right. That's like that's like buying a car when you first get your driver's license, and you think you're Mario fucking Andretti of, of driving cars. Yep. No, you're in a car. Okay, so you're in your CRM. You have a CRM. You are not Mario Andretti of CRMs. Okay, not that I'm saying you have to be that level of CRM, but you do have to be at a professional level. Oh yeah, yeah, completely. Dude, it's it blow it just it blows it blows my mind how many people don't operate that. Dude, it is. And what's even crazier is like the here here's like the cool the cool part about it and the bad part about it. The the cool part about it is you like you see some big man, I'll I'll throw him on he won't care about this. Gavin, for example. Yeah. When I first got hired to go work for Gavin, which for those of these guys that don't know, um, yeah, big time, like mortgage loan producer out here. Maybe he's still our friend. I don't know what Eli's about he, to say He's about still him. our friend, but... Uh, <laughs> maybe man, he'll be our friend after this. Probably in set, probably eight years ago or so, maybe nine. Um, not probably about maybe nine. I went to work for Gavin at a mortgage company, and I he hired me on as a dialer, right? I was going to be calling their leads and stuff. And when I came in and sat down, and given I was just personal trainer before, right? No yeah. real business experience. But I go and sit down and I look at the other two dialers that are there and uh, I'm like, okay, cool. So like, what's the CRM? Oh, hey, we use uh, Excel, this like shared Excel sheet. That's a spreadsheet. And they send it to me and I'm like, wait, so we're all calling out of this one spreadsheet right here. And they're like, yeah, and then I'm blue and this guy's red and you're green. (laughs) And I'm like, and I know shit about business, but I was like, for real? And like, by the end of that day, I went into Gavin's office and was like, hey, Gavin, I need your credit card and I'm going to buy some systems for us dialers over here. Can I do that? And I'll set all this shit up. Sure. Alyssa, hey, get in my credit card. Yeah, man. And then, but, but I'm like, man, even at that level, now given that's not something that, you know, Gavin's directly like influencing or anything sure, like sure, that. Sure. It was this little like side Yeah, but let's thing. give Gavin a compliment. That dude is always in a position where he's always open to learn. Nobody's always. too big. Nobody's yep. too small. Yep. Whatever you said to him at whatever level you were at made sense to him. It advanced the business. Mm-hmm. He's all in. And the guy mm-hmm. to this day, man, he threw a great Impact 23 event. Even now, man, that guy doesn't have to work anymore. Oh, yeah. He fucking yeah. loves it. He's yeah. grinding. He's loving it. Like, And I always see that guy evolving. That's what I admire most about the guys because he's been around for 30 years. He's in great shape. Mm-hmm. He's a super proactive father. But he's just as tenacious in business now as he was when he started, right? Like, mm-hmm. It's great, but at least he's there with it. Yeah, 100%. We know realtors, man. And they're like, I wouldn't consider it competitors because you've got different brands in real estate. No problem. There's plenty of realtors. Everybody can find their place where they call home. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see other other like realtors as like our competition because us getting an agent doesn't necessarily take an agent away from yeah, them. Yeah. But there's agents, dude, 
that are quote unquote running teams or quote unquote running brands or or are affiliated with a brand and like they don't even have onboarding. They don't have shit. They don't yeah. even have fucking onboarding. Like yeah. you don't even help your agents onboard. Yeah. You're relying on the company you hang your license with to onboard. You don't have training. Like everything you quote unquote know and are successful at, you haven't just sat down, organized all of that intellectual property, intellectual and, and, and physical and, and just overall experience that you've done. Yep. You haven't organized it into video, yep. into chapters, into a book, into anything, and then organize it chronologically, right? Almost like a curriculum at school. So you can take people regardless of where they're starting on your team, beginner, advanced, intermediate, mm-hmm. through a process. Having, yeah. Right. And like, I wouldn't make a 10 year realtor go do what I have for like brand new realtors, but I would encourage them to because you just don't know what you don't know. You don't know where you, what you've missed. Yep. But the point is, like, dude, you don't have, you don't have any of that. This oh, yeah. is, you don't have a fucking business. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're just, you're like, you're just out hustling, man. You're and, just out and, talking and, good, and you're out hustling, and you're looking for your next deal just as much as the next guy, yet you're putting on this image that somehow you're you're different than the next guy, and you're not. You're just giving this image that you are, and people are vulnerable enough to, like, you know, fall victim to it. Yeah. And yeah. But here's what's funny. The ones that fall victim to that, I've met some of them, too. Guess what? When I put the work in front of them, guess what they did with it? Same shit. Fucking nothing. So it's like, man, yep. you can't even be mad at the people that are putting out that facade. <laughs> Because the people that fall for this shit are, I guess, the people that should because they're not necessarily in it for the work. But I do think the ones that are in it for the work, the quality people that are really trying to establish something and build something, they fucking know better, man. And they go to the right spot. And for us, it's always been quality over quantity, man. I want the right people. Dude, it comes back to your initial analogy of, hey, where people are so much more willing to drop five grand a month on Zillow leads but they won't pay a 40 hour week virtual assistant working exclusively for them for 800 bucks a month. They'll, that's the fat burner. Zillow's the fat burner. The VA is tracking your food, doing cardio, you know, like running a CRM, tracking your food, but no, it's not sexy. It's not this. People would rather pay for this system and that system and this thing. And Dude, I love that. It's not because then it lets guys like us thousand percent separate themselves in yep. business to be successful. Yeah. And I'm not talking successful for a year. I don't care what you think you look like right now. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you in a year. I'll talk to you in two years. Talk to you in three years. Talk to you in five years. Like, let's just see, you know, where others are at. And I've had that conversation with people. But So what am I getting at with, like, this whole bigger picture, though? It's like opportunities, circumstances, events, people. You know, like, you got to figure out how to say no. So but the one we're talking about. Throw vacations in there while we're at it. Yeah. Yeah. Downtime, well, yeah. going to fucking football games, going to whatever, like all the things. I was listening to this thing that Bill Pipes sent me. Bill Pipes is like a pretty, pretty recognizable real estate coach in the space. Stud. Good dude. I'll be speaking for him in Utah. He invited me to speak at his event. Um, super baller. Appreciate that guy doing that for me. Just appreciate being around him, right? He sent me this... Uh, uh, this little short reel on Instagram from Elon Musk's first wife. Mm-hmm. Her entire thing was talking about how much that guy said no. Mm, really? But then she talked about the relationship he had with it and like what he said yes to, mm-hmm. how powerful that was. And it wasn't just him saying no to just different business opportunities, but it's like, yeah, you got to say no to some vacations or some different things. But then when he is around, he is present, like he's all in with that. Mm-hmm. So it just makes his yeses super powerful. But you're going to miss so much opportunity by saying yes to the wrong people and the time and energy that you give them. I had a guy that was reaching out for coaching. No disrespect to him. He reached out and said, hey, man, I've got a got a kid on the way. Going to be here soon. <clears throat> you know, lots on his plate, right? Lots on his shoulders with the business. I think, you know, maybe mom was going to stay at home and raise kids. And mm-hmm. so now he's got everything on his, his head. And, hey, man, I'm looking at making big moves. His words, he reached out. Cool, man. I said, great, man. Appreciate you. And, and as everybody knows, I get back to you within a day. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're reaching out to me, if I'm reaching out to you, I have my alerts on. Yep. If I'm reaching out to Tim Grover, the second he responds, of course, I'm on it. Yep. Because I'm reaching out to him. Yep. He doesn't necessarily have to get back to me right away, but anytime I've talked to Tim, he has gotten back to me pretty yeah. pretty. That's where. By the way, that's also where my barometer, my barometer comes from. 
Andy Frisella, Sal Frisella, Tim Grover, Ben Newman, Ryan Pineda, you name them. All these quote-unquote big guys that I've, even before I met them. Yeah. If they just saw what I was doing or I threw them a compliment or something, like, they were pretty proficient. Weird. Mm -hmm. Weird mm -hmm. to think that, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, he reaches out and says that. I say, hey, great, man. Let me know when there's some, there's some time. He goes, I got some time later on today, this afternoon. I'm pretty tied up this morning, but this afternoon I've got time. I said, great, man. I'm free after 3.30. Let me know what time specifically works. Mm -hmm. Didn't hear from him for two days. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then, I, and then I reached out and just said, hey, man, you reached out to me. You talked about these big moves that you want. I said, but listen, dude, I haven't heard from you in two days. So I know you said I'm your type, of, I'm your type as far as mindset and just saying different things. I don't think I'm your guy. Because... Mm -hmm. Me, like, I, hey, man, if we're here with just entry-level communication, that is a telltale sign of how everything else is going to go. And you're the yeah. one that reached out to me. As you guys know, I don't cold call, mm -hmm. and I don't solicit coaching. I talk about coaching on my Instagram. I talk about successes of it. I talk about why I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it's on everybody else to reach out when they're ready. So this is the guy reaching out. And he goes, no, man, I apologize. That's not who I am. I completely understand where you're coming from. If you consider, you know, a second time, like, I'd love to take you up on it. Yeah. Mind you, he hasn't paid. He's just still open and, hey, I want to hear what you have to say about coaching. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I said, so I thought about it for a day. I said, hey, man, I thought about So I messaged him a day later and I say, hey, I thought about this for a day. Yep. Because this goes against what I typically do, man. But you got a kid coming? Cool, man. I'm available Thursday and Friday. Both days I'm available at 9 p.m. He responds later on that day, hey, cool, man, I've got some showings or something in, in the morning, but I think I can squeeze it in. I said, no, brother, 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every time he would give me an, an option for his time, it was always within his little 9 to 5 window, Yeah, yeah which yeah. I'm like, yeah, right, right where you're comfortable. Yep. I get it, buddy. Which like, I'm guessing you're intentionally giving this time. like Intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he didn't know is like I was going to work him yeah. at my house. Yep. yep. I was going to work him. Yep. He was just going to do one of my workouts on the fucking rower. Yep. And him and I were just going to go at it. Yeah, fuck Between yeah. body weight shit and row shit, and I was just going to drag him into dark water, man. Yep. That's it, and, like, to just really pull some things out of him. But, you know, out of love, not out of, like, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not training him to go to boot camp. I was going to do it with him. <clears throat> he says, okay, got it. Um, let me talk to the wife once I get home to see if that works. Or I say, hey, I can also do it on a weekend. Mm -hmm. It's like 930 at night when he's responding to me. I respond back. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, the wife might be asleep. By the time I get home, I said, hey, no rush. Just let me know tomorrow. I don't hear from him for a day and a half. Yep. And I said, hey, man, are you fucking with me? Yep. Because, brother, you wanted this second chance, and, like, I'm, I'm trying to give it to you. I can't even hear back from you. This is now the second time with the same habit. Hey, bro, best of luck. Yep. And then he says, hey, yeah. man, nope, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I got it penciled in Sunday, 9 p.m. And I said, brother, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. It's not an option. I'm not your guy. It's not an option, like... And I'm almost faulting myself for even trying to open that door, you know, a second time. But, yeah, man, if you had committed to it, you know, and then um, when I was talking to him when I said no, he goes, hey, he goes, hey, man, I completely understand your position. But as I said before, like, because Friday he had a wedding to be at. Yep. Right? But we're talking Tuesday, Wednesday. We're talking a week prior to this whole, to the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Right? So then when I'm talking to him on Wednesday, he doesn't respond on Wednesday. Finally, it's Friday. He's like, no, man, I completely get it. But right now I'm at a wedding, but I can call you as soon as I'm done with the wedding. I'm like, brother, the wedding's not the problem. We've been talking for yep. over a week now. Yep, yep. So now that you have a viable excuse not to be talking to me because you're at a wedding, yeah, completely understandable. Unfortunately, because you've just worn out every other opportunity, and now I've just had it. Yep. And that's how shit works. You're like, finally, you have this viable reason not to be able to communicate, but you never needed to communicate while you're at this wedding. You've been talking right, to me for right. a week and a half, dude. Mm -hmm. You're just not committed. And for me, like, where, where the no comes in, I don't need the money to coach. Mm -hmm. Coaching fuels me. I love leadership. I love helping people build what they want to build. I love, like, dude, that's built me from the Marine Corps on up. That helps fuel me in just every other aspect I do within business. That's a, that, that really gets me going. It's not the gym all the time. It's like it's helping other humans, right? Mm -hmm. And having that intimate relationship with them and challenging them. And, you know, and it's like, dude, you're getting back to me on your timetable, yet you reached out to me like... I told him, and I told him from a very kind place, brother, I don't need this. You do. But some people, man, they think because they're going to be a paying client that I work for you. Mm -mm. I don't fucking work for you. No. There's also no refunds. If I get rid of you halfway through because you're not 
hitting what you're supposed to be hitting, you're just done. You're gone. Straight up. No refunds, man. Mm -hmm. Like, but people pay to pay attention. People pay to commit. There's a reason why you fucking pay. I'm getting your own bullshit out of your way. Yep. Some of these guys still almost show up and, and are willing to pay, yet they're that. They still haven't unfucked themselves. And, like, they're mm -hmm. adults. But for me, it's like, if we would have still met, if you'd have scheduled that adequately, yeah, man, it's going to be 9.30 at night, 9 o'clock at night, and I was just going to have him do a workout with me. And it wasn't going to end. Yeah, yeah. It's going to end when you break. Yeah. Right? Like, I know I know I'm a bigger guy. Mm -hmm. Eli knows what's up, dude. Like, I already have a mind built for that. You, you guys can talk mm -hmm. about your little cute abs, whatever you want. If you think that there's something that you're going to do with me that I get a pick, mm -hmm. brother, I'm going to fucking drag you so deep onto a rower or whatever oh, yeah. I decide to do. Oh, yeah. And it's not to show you that I'm better than It's not that. It's like. You're coming here to my house thinking that you're interviewing me to be your coach or you're so open-minded about it. It's actually the opposite, brother. I'm Now that you've inconvenienced me and that you've delayed and not communicated, you got one shot. Yep. And that one shot is I see you quit this entire time. Or I guess when you decide to quit, yeah. I'm going to assess where the effort level was at because I want to show you how much you actually have inside of you. When you're pressed, when you're pushed, when you're up against the wall, I want to show you how much you actually have inside you because this guy is not actually maximizing his capacity at all, right? right? right. Like he's so disorganized and the kid's coming. It's like, hey, man, there's so much more inside of you. Let me just pull it out. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And if I don't pull it out because you decide to quit too soon based off of what I'm, what I'm observing as a leader, I don't care if you work out with me for two hours. And you call it then, I'm not your guy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if you're not if you're not out there till the sun comes up, mm -hmm. and that's just how that night was going to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, something fuels me about people that, like, all right, man, you think I work for you? Mm -hmm. or, or we're wasting some time? Oh, man, I cannot wait to show you <laughs> how yeah. well you can appreciate time again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to, for perspective, though, for brotherhood, for perspective, not so I can... I'm not above you. Yeah. I'm going to be fucking hurting too. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep. You did diesel day. Yeah. 24 hour nonstop thing with Tosh in the mouth. Bro, we're all hurting. We're mm. all hurting. It's not about that. Mm. It's about just how well you can maximize the capacity you have for what you are at that moment. And at the end of that thing, can people say respect? Yeah. Or we saw you fucking cut out. Yep. We saw you quit. We saw you distracted. We saw, or regardless of score, who got more fucking points on the run or the fucking rower? Nope, because everyone's at different levels of, of physical conditioning there, mental conditioning. But to your peers that competed with you, is there a mutual respect? Because it was like, yeah, man, I scored more points than that guy, but mad respect. I that guy did so. good. Yeah, yeah. That's all I really care yeah. about is to just see where you're at with yourself. That's mm -hmm. why I would use that. But, yeah, dude, it's that, man. It's like. And with you having the ability to say no, do you think part of that is because you're so good at knowing yourself? And knowing that, hey, if this guy's already rubbed me like this, I sure as fuck know this is not going to be yeah. productive going over here. And it's like self-preservation at that point. Like, bro, this is not going to be good for him. It's not going to be good for me. Nope. Yeah. Hey, it's easy to say no here. So, yes. <clears throat> but I think probably in the past year, maybe you can help with this because you see me a lot. I've also come to like a realization, like I don't have to be the answer for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause dude, you know me, like I want to help everybody. Mm -hmm. And if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's like, Hey, why are we, you know, why are we not? And it's like, then I got to a place of like, Hey man, I'm not, I'm not for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's another level of clarity of, of knowing yourself. But then even, clarity, even yeah. more so it's like, man, even if somebody wants me to be for them, because when people would want me to be for them early on, like a realtor or something to come mm -hmm. to our team, if they were showing signs or behaviors of just me wanting to be for them, I read that as in I was for them. Mm -hmm. So I'd slam my fucking dick in the door trying to help someone when the reality was like, hey, they're saying what they're saying. They're not say And even though they're saying they want to be here, they don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's an emotional connection or there's this emotional thing that they want to be a part yeah. of something. And I'm not seeing it as clear as I should. Now that I'm just in a better place with, with hi helping higher level people, better performing people like the people that I coach with now they're just in it like the, the more and more coaching has has evolved mm -hmm. for me they're just more proficient people yeah there's more people for you you know yeah. maybe like because there's a they're you also, for other people but then sure. hey. but they're also just further along man they're also yeah, just yeah. more proficient further along but I'm also starting to realize too man like hey man me not being for you like I don't 
whether I think I can fix you or help you or not, I don't have to be the guy for that. Like your moment in time with me, like me saying no might be the no you need to just like, like the bad breakup because you cheated on her and she caught you Mm -hmm. as much as you want her back, but you don't, you don't. What you need is for that fucking heartbreak or for that mistake to burn a hole in your fucking stomach that the next time you actually meet somebody worth the shit. Yep. Hopefully you've practiced on your own, core values right of your of, of yourself your own integrity and then you're just a better mm-hmm. placed human for that next person that comes into your life you, because if you get that person back that you cheated cheated on it's like well the lesson goes away because they let you come back which yep. means you got away with it yep, yep, yep. so the reality is no you don't need that person back no you don't need that opportunity back what you need is for that to burn a fucking hole in you mm-hmm. to making sure that hey man i'm not making that mistake again Never again is my own laziness, inadequacies, or lack of integrity going to cause me a loss ever again. You're going to lose in life at, at times. Mm-hmm. But if you're losing in business or if you're losing in relationships or life because of certain circumstances, not good. And play the risk, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting up here giving you a fucking marriage counseling like I'm a fucking saint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just using that as an example. But we've all made our mistakes. I've learned from mistakes in my life. But the point is especially in business, like, hey, how many things are you doing that's self-induced, man? Right? And people don't change until it's too painful not to. So, man, what I had to realize was, like, man, me saying no to you, it's not from an egotistical standpoint. It's not so I can shove it in your fucking face in five years because I'm proving you wrong. Yep. I'm now thinking that, like, man, this me saying no, I'm not trying to prove anything or, or, or force anything. It's just the right answer, and I know it. Yeah. Organically. I still want you to win, and I hope this no puts you in a better position in the future so you do win, and then when you come to shove it in my face and say, hey, you said no to me, look at me now. And I'll say, well, because I said no to you, 100%, I can yeah. look at you now. Like, you got it backwards, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. I, hate to, I hate to fucking be the bear of bad news, but all that gasoline you were using and all that fucking spite for will that you were yeah. using to prove something to me, well, brother, I, th- I knew it was in you in the first place, or I wouldn't be talking to you. And if it weren't for my no, you wouldn't have had that gas line and you wouldn't be where you're at now. So I can look at it. So please understand how the no serves you and the no protects and serves me. But it's not from a place of like, man, I'm a, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna prove a point right now. Mm -hmm. Fuck this guy. You don't No, It's like, no man, just organically I'm feeling it. And I I just, I know in my gut, I know in my heart, Hey man, no. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent in yeah. business, but then also just like, dude, as we level up, like we're doing more public speaking, right. And just different things. And I'm open to, you know, critiques or interpretation for like different types of speaking or whatever it may be. But I also know like when someone's trying to advise me, I know when they can see me or not. Mm-hmm. And I mean, spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, like I know if someone can feel and vibe with who I am as a human, I know when someone giving advice comes from a good place, and comes from a place of adequacy and paying attention to re- the results I'm giving. Mm-hmm. But if you want to critique me and you haven't looked at a result, why would you ever critique? You'll never catch me coaching a baseball player until I've just watched him for a while to see the result yeah. he's producing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go up to a kid and first day of practice go, all right, hold the bat for me. Now, don't hold the bat like that. No, put your hands here. Now, you're going to put your hands here, and then you're going to put your back foot here and your front foot here. Like, little do I know... The night before me practicing him, the dude hit two home runs. Yep. So why am I fucking with it? Right. What I need to do is analyze that player for his strengths, figure out what he's doing right, mm-hmm. figure out wh- why he's hitting the ball over the fence. Mm-hmm. And look, if you're if you're going two for five with three strikeouts and two home runs, you got some shit to work on. Don't get me wrong. But my critique needs to come from a place of result-driven. I'm watching the results that you're giving, and based off of the result – Here's where I think we can make some improvements yeah. within the strengths that you have, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to make you hit where you're weak. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to like, I still got to like, however you see the ball, however you're comfortable, I got to work within that framework. There's fundamentals mm-hmm. on how a bat needs to strike a ball. I got it. Trust me. But it still needs to be within the framework of where you're comfortable because if you can't see the ball and if you're not comfortable with where you're like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it just won't, it, it won't make any sense. But no matter what, I'm not going to say a fucking word to you until I see you play. Yeah, yeah. And I might need to see you play for, I mean, I might watch the whole game of you, but you didn't get any good pitches. Maybe they were pitching around you. Mm. 
Or maybe that pitcher was just throwing some fucking junk, and maybe every time you fucking came up to, to bat, there was just two outs. And there was just off where I'm just like, ah, that's not the best game. That's not, the, that's not mm. that dude's best game to review. He wasn't mm. even getting any good fucking pitches. When mm. he did get a good, ah, like, I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. Because there's all these intangibles. And the reason why I have those is because I reached a certain level in fucking baseball. Yeah. But don't come tell me how to fucking speak on a stage or all this other shit when, like, you haven't even accomplished certain things yourself. And I'm not Mm. saying that to be egotistical. I'm saying that because, like, dude, and you and I both know, man, like, on your your path, right? Like, and this is what, here's an important lesson for all of you guys. On your marathon, there's going to be other marathon runners ahead of you. Those are the Ryan Pinedas, Ed Milets, Andy Frisella, Rich Somers, Grant Cardone. They're in the fucking game mm-hmm. of execution, building shit, high level influence. But just like in a marathon, you know, in a, like in a marathon, how they have those tables where you can like reach out and grab a Gatorade. Yeah. yeah reach yeah. out and grab some electrolyte. Okay. Imagine that in entrepreneurship. Close your eyes mm-hmm. unless you're driving. Close your eyes. Imagine you're running your race, this marathon. You're the entrepreneur. You're running this race. You got all these other doers in front of you that are crushing. All the names I've already mentioned, right? Put other names in there if you'd like. You're going to have these other people that aren't really in the race, but you think they are. And they've even, uh, they've even attached themselves to some high names. But they're not really in a race. They're just selling you something. They're selling you a boot camp. They're selling you an ideology. And you're going to have the impression, and they're going to give you the impression that you need their Gatorade to get to that next leg in the marathon. And I don't even know if they're interested in seeing you. They're just paying attention that you're the next runners coming around the corner. Right? So like within entrepreneurship, not, and no names are needed because this is not to be egotistical or to say I think I'm better than somebody. It's not that. I know when somebody's just showing up as something I've done or gets introduced to me because of someone I already know. And they're just selling me their shit. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel it. And it's like, hey, man, it's not that. And here's my thing. It's not that I'm saying that you're, whatever you're selling doesn't work. Maybe it does work for people. I don't know. Here's what I'm saying. I don't think you see me for what I am, which means you're only selling me something. Mm-hmm. And if you're yeah. only selling me something, it's a hard no. But here's what's so cool about entrepreneurship, bro. You don't necessarily need that to win. These are all the decisions and the pivots we all have to make. It's true. And who you align yourself with, who you work with, who you don't work with, where you go, where you don't go, all of these things are really what, in addition to your own proficiency at your craft, mm-hmm. all of these things add up to how far you're going to take it. It is, man. And cycling back to like the coaching aspect, here's again, and clarity, right? Coming back to the marathon analogy. If you had a trainer that was mm-hmm. prepping you for that marathon, you would know exactly what turns you're supposed to take exactly what fluids on and you know exactly what's in those fluids. And that way, when you're going down that path, you see this table and that table and that table, you're like, Nope, none of those for me. I know I got this next one coming around this turn and my person's going to be there with this thing. Period. If you walked in there with no guidance, no game plan, no clarity and vision. Oh, you're going to drink all the gear. Grabbing all the (laughs) guy. That's that whole shiny object. You're going to buy all the gear. Yeah, all you're reading aid. all the signs as you're running by the best Gatorade, you know. Yeah, man. There's also just like this hierarchy. I'm starting to see a little bit in entrepreneurship where like you can, you can pay to play a little bit, right? Like we're just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't want to get too stuck in the weeds on it, but I think those pivots matter. And for us, saying no to some of these things, man, is like opens up time, headspace for yeses. Yeah. Yep. And where you need to be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you don't have a a chip on your shoulder, man, to be confident what you're doing and then balance it with being humble enough to know, like, I'm not saying no to this person because I think I can do it better. I don't need his shit. It's not that, man. Like, I know and I know on the surface a lot of people can take it that way, but, but it's not, though. It's that I just don't want to buy your creatine, bro. I don't think that's what's best for me on my journey with what I'm doing. And I don't even think you see me, you know, like – Let's use Bill Pipes for an example. I had a couple great messages on Instagram with Bill Pipes. I met him through some of our mm-hmm. our mutual friends, and we connect on, on Instagram, and we're, we're kind of going back and forth with just some leadership concept and, and all that good stuff. And he goes, man, nope. 
hey, I appreciate you and where your thoughts are at. Like, and I know we've been wanting to, to hook up. We just haven't had the chance. Like, let's do it. Let's commit to it. Let's, let's get on a call. Bill Pipes is a real estate coach, bro. Mm-hmm. He's coached a lot of great ones, man. Mm-hmm. I think he's got, what, 20, 30 people in his resume that are well over seven figures. And well, and he's been in the game for a long time, in the game time for a long too. time. Yeah. This guy, this dude didn't sell me a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. We vibed. He goes, man, you remind me of this guy. Man, I've got a buddy that's like you, kind of come from a similar background. Mm-hmm. You got to meet him. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and I'm cool, and we're vibing, and we're talking yeah. about some things that we're doing. He goes, hey, dude, don't quote me. But I've got this event coming up, and like, man, I, I gotta find a spot for you. Mm. I need man, this energy that you got, and like, what you're all about. Like, man, I got, I gotta find a spot. Don't yeah. quote me yet, but yeah. man, I, I, I want you for it. And then, and then within like a week or so, he goes, "Hey, <clears throat> you're in, man. Let's do it." If this guy gives me advice, if this guy offers me something like down the road, dude, we're building a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And real. I just feel like, and then, and then, dude, he's he's inviting me to speak. I'm like, man, I just feel like this guy sees me. Yep. yep. And he values something there, and he's valuing the relationship and the opportunity just like I am because I'm also not selling him our shit. Mm-hmm. Some shit you and I do mm-hmm. on YouTube and some different stuff. But, Bill, love you, bro. You you could fucking hugely benefit mm-hmm. from what we have. Have zero interest to sell it to him. Fuck, maybe I'll just give this shit to him for all I know because it's just a relationship of what it is, right? But then there's other folks I meet through some of our mutuals. You know, that are up there per se with their little gadgets or their programs or whatever. Yeah. And all they're looking to do is sell me something. Of course. Yeah. But I'm the jerk. No. I'm egotistical. No. This whole be eager to learn, be humble, be all that stuff. True. But you have to have the your own intuition, just knowing what's right for you, what's not, who sees you. Who doesn't see you, man? Yeah. And just understand that not everyone has the best intentions that maybe you have and that... um you know, hey, there's just a mass and fucking fat burners. Not to keep coming back to that, but fat burners. Bro. Like, you know, I will never, ever, ever, ever buy a fat burner, right? I, I just, I know, even if you're dialed, it helps you that, like, man, you're better off just not dropping the money on that. Mm-hmm. However, I don't fault the people for selling this shit to other people, right? It's just, it I, is I, what it is. Yeah, there's, but you Some just have to just understand like that. Like, cracked out all day. Yeah, exactly. Like, and hey, if anything, you're so cracked out, you're just not eating food. And at a minimum, so yeah, you're gonna lose weight. But guess what? In bodybuilding, that's not the that's not the goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, and I've even bought shit that like I know new gym clothes won't make me work out harder, but will it get me to the gym? Mm. A lot of times, fuck yeah. <laughs> so buying your shit. supplements, like, hey, if I'm buying this shit, I better I better use it. So yeah, I, I yeah, agree yeah. with that, you know, and like, but understanding what's for you or not, and you just gotta trust your own intuition, part. articulate the best you can. But like, for yeah, example, man, yeah. like one of the one of the one of the situations I'm kind of like speaking about and you know, I made, I made a statement and I just said, you know, I say no, I also say no to things for short term. There's a gentleman that's got like a, you know, arguably a great boot camp to go to. And, and I just said, Hey man, just, I'm not in it for two days. Like that's a lot of money and I'm not in it for days. Cause I, you and I, we've done a two day thing. Yep, yep, hey man, yep. I'm not in it for a two day thing. And I'm not going to say there's no value there, but I'm saying for me, whoever I'm saying yes to, whether it's somebody I'm coaching or somebody that's coaching me or, or something, it's like, I'm not in it for two days anymore because anybody I'm putting myself around, I'm looking at the longevity, the relationship, and the business opportunities of it collectively. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for just for the two days. And I can't remember what the question he asked me, but I also said, hey, man, arguably I feel like that right there, I'm going to take that significantly further than most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that coupled with something else that I said, he goes, man, he's like, you know, just breaking this down from like a, you know, a, a physiological standpoint or whatever you know he's like you got that chip on your shoulder you know and i said absolutely but it's not but that's not but don't think because i've got a chip on my shoulder that every thought i have is rooted from a chip on my shoulder right right i've got other compounds on this other shoulder that also guide me but i also said man like let me just remind you everything that i've done in my life brother if i didn't have a chip on my shoulder that i got this and there's a certain level of confidence and and proficiency and trust in, in, in oneself's ability to, to do it, I don't know if I'd be alive. Mm-hmm. And I also understand the position you're in over there on that side of the computer trying to sell me something. Of course you're going to say that. Of course you're going to say that. Like you have, you guys have to understand so much the position and the stance people have 
on something before, like you're just listening to what they have to say. Right. And there's a lot of people out there that are very convincing. If you start recognizing the position they're from and what motivates them and why they're saying something, you know, and, and again, like, Hey, if you think that that's a bad thing on me, well, just go around people that are closest to me. But again, this whole coaching thing, you don't know me that well. You don't have enough context on me to speak. And if the only thing that you see surfacing is a chip on shoulder, brother, we're so far off. Yep, yep, yep. We're just so far off. And hey, man, it's okay that that chip on the shoulder is kind of like raised up a little bit. And it's got his little antennas hanging out, <laughs> kind of like feeling for spotty sense because here you are trying to sell me some shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. and hey, man, if you understand who people are and like, same thing, this guy recruiting for his programs, or whatever, like, we do the same thing. <clears throat> the only difference is when I'm, when I'm interviewing people, I'm literally coming from a place of trying to talk myself out of someone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the reasons not to work with them because I understand as a coach, I understand as being in real estate and anybody joining our network and being a part of us and our crew in real estate, mm -hmm. affiliates in business, whatever it is, man. Like I already know how much time and energy and headspace it's going to take to make whatever collaboration with that person or company is going to take. I love coming from the frame of thought of trying to talk myself out of someone versus in. Mm. Because if I can't find a way to talk myself out of them because things went well and I gave yeah. them some things that were objectively challenging for them over the phone, but they handled it well, like, dude, <clears throat> it makes you feel that much more confident going in that you have the right person. And even if you have the right person, it's still so hard yeah. to get that thing or that someone to that next level of success. So, mm. And I felt like he's over there. Like, what he didn't understand is, like, I'm evaluating him and me. Like, hey, you have something to offer me, and I'm so then I'm below you based off of this psychological stuff you have to offer. Got it. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I'm evaluating your salesmanship. Of course. We're peer-to-peer -peer right now. This is B2B, buddy. Yeah. I have a product, too. I've got an online YouTube course. Yeah, yeah. I'm a coach. We have a real estate company. Hey, brother, I pitch just as much. And, like, so you think I'm just listening to what you have to say. I'm paying attention to the environment of salesman versus salesman. Yeah. And the entire time on here, you've been trying to convince me of such versus Listening. trying to figure out whether I'm for you or not. Yeah. And he threw his promo video out there for me and he threw his event. And it's like, oh, you pitch everybody like this. Yeah. You're no matter, even if you say different things to them, no matter what objection you get, you're going to have a rebuttal that funnels toward a close yeah. versus yeah. funnels towards a, I'm not for you. Yep. I only see this from you. Not in it. Mm -hmm. Because anything you tell me, no matter what I rebuttal, no matter what I challenge, you're going to be coming from a framework of this needs to convert. And here's what's interesting, man. When people don't have several in, like lanes of income, mm -hmm. dude, I don't need to coach you. Right? We have personal production. Yep. We have revenue share with our agents. Right, We have our YouTube course. We have our podcast. We have coaching. Brother. Don't need it. I don't need to say yes to a guy for coaching to pay my fucking bills. And some of these presenters or coaches out there, that's their only, that's their only lane. Yep. They can't afford for guys to just say no. They're, they're trying to, even if they're successful and they're making money, it's still here today, gone tomorrow. Because people, mm -hmm. once they pay for coaching, it's it, it's paid. Yep. Now you need another one. They yep. don't have other streams of income. And yep. I don't care if they say they do or not. I can tell by how you behave on your calls and how everything is funneled toward a, a close versus assessing whether that person's a good fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this is where I think I beat the fuck out of a lot of these guys, whether they want to admit it or not. Because, like, you think we're talking about what we're talking about. No, brother. Let me yep. talk to you about the game yep. within the game. Yeah. And I caught you in your pants now. You're mm -hmm. fucking losing. Very few people talk about the game within the game. Yeah, dude, it's true. Right? Yeah, it's true. And I think like the greats in the middle, you know, or the greats will be able to see those adjustments, be able to make those pivots and understand that like, hey, for 90% of the people that I talk to, yes, this is going to work. But then when that 10% comes on, I need to understand when to say, you know what, man, fuck this slideshow, fuck this presentation. Hey, dude, tell me about you, bro. Let's make this about you. What's your story? You know? To. Like and because then, we gotta we gotta fit first we got we gotta yeah. have frequencies first because again bro it doesn't matter how much how many things I have to teach you do you have any great NFL coaches are out there mm -hmm. but they just butt heads with certain players yeah yep. but then that player goes to a different team and excels yep and guess what we all think oh it's in spite of that other coach huh <laughs> no man 
guys are just getting paid a lot of money to win. Yeah. And they're going to find, and like, you just got to find your people, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the commentating and the marketing, the fucking journalists out there that are going to make it something else. Cause the story's behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's, it's that. And it's like, but again, dude, like I can't help, but, but think about the game within the game. Like you think we're talking about your boot camp, and I'm, I'm sitting here analyzing mm-hmm. you as a peer. Yeah, with yeah. how you pitch your products. Even the funnel that got you there. And not only pitch, but how you protect your products. Yeah, yeah. How you protect your space. Yep. Like, man, I'm I'm throwing some things out there and, and you haven't questioned any of it. You you're still trying to get me to pivot to a yes. Mm-hmm. I could be the fucking worst thing for your time. Yeah, that's true. But you're so busy trying to have a rebuttal. The silver tongued devils out there. You're so busy trying to have a rebuttal to get me to say yes. Yeah. Dude, you're you're arguably letting a fucking vampire right in your fucking cave. True, true. Not a good idea, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, and I'm yeah. being facetious yeah. and aggressive, like with some words for the sake of entertainment. Yeah. But the point is, hey, man, if you really are going all in with your boot camps, and if you really are having a a relationship with people, you should be super hyper vigilant to whether like we have a connection or not. Not you putting yourself in this position of authority and talking about brainwaves and how they work to convince me to give a yes when I'm like, hey, man. Because I'm not questioning any of your theory. I'm not educated enough. And if that's your expertise, I'm not going to question your expertise, especially if I don't have any in it. You want to talk to me about some other shit? You want to talk to me about banging guns? Yeah. No problem. Yep, okay. Yep. But something like that, it's like, I know I'm not versed in that world, but I'm not questioning your product. I'm questioning the product before the product. I'm yeah. questioning you, you. Uh-huh. and how you're pitching it. Like, this is that whole sixth sense, right? Like, you know how, like, you don't need to know anything, like, you don't need to know much about cars to know that this mechanic's pulling the sheets over your fucking face. And you're like, mm-hmm. yo, man, I don't know cars, but I know bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think this guy's just getting over me on these prices. I don't think we actually need some of these things. Because yep. because their behavior, He's right, their body language, yeah. their tones, you're just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, go be a cop for a while. You'll get real fucking good at that. Oh, I bet, bro. And when you're just pitching me all these reasons to say for me to say yes... I'm like, this guy doesn't have one ounce of protection for his brand or yeah. for his space, or you're just trying to get a sale. Yeah. Oh, I'm just a number. Mm-hmm. I'm a commodity. I'm just I'm just the next guy signing up for a boot camp. Yep. No problem. Okay, and here's where the humble part comes in. I'm not saying I should be more than that to you. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that I recognize that that's all I am. Yep. <clears throat> and I'm just going to move in a different direction. That's where the chip on the shoulder, plus being humble and not entitled, so I'm not sitting here expecting nor thinking that I should be seen higher yep, than yep. I do with you. Like, I just need to analyze who sees me, who doesn't, yeah, and lean into that. And and there's a big difference between a Bill Pipes that's been in it for a long time, that's able to have an eye for certain things and wants to involve himself with certain things, and we know who he's been around personally at, at the highest levels, and someone else that's just selling me something. Like mm-hmm. you, you know that. But again, nope, I don't need to matter to you. Yep. I can be another number, another commodity. I'm just another fucking Zoom call for 30 minutes that you you got scheduled. Got it. Yep. No problem. I just, but I see that, and I'm not going to try to convince you of anything else. I'm just going to politely move in a different way where I feel like the energy. Yeah. And yeah. when someone really sees you for the strengths that you want, it's like, cool. But, guys, that's how you have to navigate the season in business. And then I'll, there's also going to be, I'll leave, you, I'll leave everybody with this. There's also people that act like they see you. Mm. And they're overly excited about you and overly confident about what you can do together. That's also fucking Equal scary. Flags, yeah. We've also seen that shit. Don't go for that. But again, the humble side. Don't go drinking that fucking Kool-Aid out there. Stay right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. that are overly eager, overly excited, overly confident, don't believe that bullshit. Yep. People that just don't see you also don't take that as an attack. Mm-hmm. Neither one, but just see see them for what they are and just start leaning into like energy and people that really see things what they are that have a value add to give you that and you've got a value add for them and but those decisions are important now yeah. i think where i've grown is like i just i know how to handle those and and, and peacefully like mm-hmm. you know i think maybe a couple of years ago i tried to prove to that person that they should see me as more yep 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 which if they don't look dude if they don't they don't and you trying to explain it to them is going to look arrogant and it is arrogant because mm-hmm. guess what who the fuck are you <laughs> who the fuck am i Man, you don't see it for, yeah. no problem but read it and like and just make those pivots, right? But like, dude, I'm so big on relationships and space and like you see these folks and you're just like, Hey man, you'll do anything to get me to say yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Now, um final word. Yep. Just to put some put some thoughts out there. I also feel that at a certain phase in your career and life, I just want to say don't be afraid to make mistakes. 
because I've mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on some stupid shit that you I shouldn't have spent some money you on. Said in the beginning. I'm, yeah, glad you're, I'm glad you're coming back <laughs> to did. this. I spent yeah. a lot of money on some stupid shit. And hey, the lesson. Dude, Will's that only I, got one Lambo because of the, Eli. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, shit. I'm watching all these teenage rappers with like six of them. And I only got one because all the mistakes you make. I know. Wait, you guys are getting Lambos out here? <laughs> what the? <laughs> who's getting Lambos? Touche. <laughs> Touche. Um, but uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes because the other side, I see people that are. They've done jack shit in their career, yet they're so afraid to make a mistake yeah. that they're saying no to fucking everything. Yeah. They're operating out of such a place of fear that things that they should be saying no to or yes to, they're saying no to. And they're not, they're doing a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, man. Cause even no, no matter how many answers are out there for this whole entrepreneur thing, it still has to be specific to what works for you. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it, you just, you got to try some shit to learn yourself. The reason that we're so able to give good, quick no's and have such good clarity is because, hey, we've done things that should have been a no that we said yes to. And, the good thing is that you and I are super quick at making adjustments. Yeah. If something was a mistake, I'm not taking a month trying to get my 10 fucking grand back from this oh, thing man, that totally. I didn't utilize. Dude, we've like, made mistakes where like, oh, yeah. we, not made mistakes, but we've made decisions where we signed a six month contract for something that costs eight grand a month. And mm-hmm. we knew two and a half months in, not sitting for us, we can do it better a different way. Yep. Well, it's contractual. We're not trying to get anything back, mm-hmm. but we don't. We also don't drag our feet for the remainder of the six months until we go do something else. Mm-hmm. We just sucked it up and put down double payment for where we had to go get yep. something done for, and we caught up and, and we're fine. But yeah, man, guys, it's your life, it's your business, it's your brand. Like mm-hmm. as long as you're coming from a good place and your intent is good and you treat people well, like go out there, take chances, like yeah. have some fun with it. But the more you do that, the more you'll be better with self. Mm-hmm. the more you're better with self, the more you'll know some of these no's that we're talking about today, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and hopefully there's like this, this podcast, there's, there's value add to it, right? And you guys can take something from Always. it. But with that, man, it's Friday. Yeah. Let's go have some fun. We'll go, we'll go show Eli what a Lambo is. Maybe he'll <laughs> fucking, you know, he'll snag one up and we'll have a good time with it. Deal, deal. We're out of here. Appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Day $1 zero. Out of here. Out of here. Turn it